Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories, the true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard, a casual conversation about what's going on in your head. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and let's get right into it. Tryhards, it's no secret that I've dealt with a lot of stuff over the course of my life. Now, the biggest thing that I've dealt with, both growing up and currently, is making friends. Now, Making friends for me has never been an easy task, uh, mostly because I have, as I have mentioned before on this show, a very, let's call it, limited social battery. Um, I tend to run out of energy very quickly when I'm around people that I've never met before. Now, granted, the closer you get to me, the more likely I am to either not lose as much energy or, in certain cases, hi Sienna, gain energy from you. Now what exactly do I mean by losing or gaining energy? Well, to put it simply, if I'm around a group of people that I don't know for longer than probably one to three hours, depending on how many people are there, I get very quiet. I get very reserved, and I just want to leave. So, there are times where I just go to the bathroom to recharge my social battery a little bit, and then go back out so I can finish whatever I'm doing out there. Because sometimes I don't have the energy to make it through that whole interaction without running out of battery, as it were. And I am an introvert, which is why I lose energy from being around people instead of gaining it, like my extroverted friends do. And that can be hard for making new relationships happen. And admittedly, there was a time in my life when I thought I didn't have enough friends because I knew people who were much more social than I was. They had a lot of friends, or at least seemed that way. But I began to realize something, that the amount of friends doesn't really matter as much as the type of friends you have. Right now, my closest group of friends is four people, including, well, not including me, it's five people including me. And in my opinion, that's a perfect number, but it may be not exactly great because With five people, there are times when some people get left out, one person in particular. Um, And that can leave some room in the friendships for growth. But you can always increase that to six if necessary. And sometimes it just works out that that does happen. If you are an introvert like me, consider your current friends and go deeper instead of wider. Those deeper relationships create quality communication between both parties. Both P 
people feel like they're being heard. Whereas you can have a bunch of surface level friendships, but barely know anything about somebody. When it comes to building these friendships with the deeper communication, everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses when it comes to communicating with others. I, for example, great listener. Ironic, because I'm talking to you right now, but if you do know me personally and are listening, hello, um, you know that I am a good listener. I'm willing to hear anybody out about almost anything. I also realize that not everybody is like me, in that some people are not great listeners, but instead are fantastic talkers, and those people are frequently friends. Because in most great friendships, the opposites attract one another. And both people can find something that the other does better than they can. So that way, instead of tipping the scales all one direction, it's more balanced. The other way that can tend to go is if you meet a fellow introvert as some sort of social function that they have been dragged to. Um, story of my life right there. And that can resonate with people, too, because relatable experiences are some of the best ways to bring people together. Um, this is kind of an outlandish example, but at the Boy Scout camps I went to when I was younger, we had um, trainings we'd have to do as a group. And in order to make this group feel more united, they encouraged to come up with a name, a chant... And some sort of symbol for us to unite behind. That way we felt more connected as people. Those symbols, i.e. your lived experiences and the way you portray yourself, can resonate with other people as well. But in order to have those deeper relationships, you have to be more vulnerable. And you have to create opportunities for yourself to do that. Now... I get that that may be easier said than done, but once that ice is broken, it's a whole lot easier to do so. I know talking to people can seem scary beyond a few words, especially if you just want to be left alone and you have no more energy, but talking to people, even if it's something that takes you a while to do, is something that will inevitably make you more likable. Because if you don't talk to anybody, nobody's going to talk to you. And that can result in very standoffish uh, self-projection, as it were. Or as I talked about in a previous episode of this show, the question of how are you? Saying more than, I'm good. It can be that simple. Just saying something like, you know, I've been really getting into um, hydroponic gardening lately which is something that I've been doing. It can be that simple. And you don't have to start with, you know, telling your life story to somebody because that is just unrealistic. But having those smaller break-the-ice conversations is ultimately a way to create those deeper friendships. Um, tune in for the second part of this episode where I dive into some more things that can help you as an introvert to make friends. Hey tryhards, Ethan here. I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation 
service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys will be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. And we're back. So, having those conversations, or having any conversations, requires something to keep that conversation going. And as an introvert, at least in my experience, that can be a very hard thing to do. Because I have a very particular set of interests that not everybody uh, shares. So, what am I to do? Well, you ask questions. People love to talk about themselves. It's not an inherently narcissistic thing, but... Just something to keep in mind. People love talking about themselves. So asking them questions about even something as simple as where they got the shoes they're wearing. That can keep the conversation going because you never know where it can go from there. You could start with shoes and end up at movie soundtracks somehow because of that one simple question. Like my roommate and I were talking about tattoos one day and we got to woodworking. It can go anywhere. And that's the beauty of conversation. And this is where I can really lean into uh, one of my strengths being an active listener, because part of active listening is asking questions. In addition to just nodding along and saying little phrases to make people aware that you are listening to them, you can also ask questions that can spin off of those things and take things in a different direction entirely, which may actually end up where you originally wanted to be and somewhere that is a bit more comfortable. Questions like, what's new in your life? Or how do you feel about blank? My go-to example, pineapple on pizza. It's always a little fun topic of debate because I'm somebody who doesn't like pineapple on pizza. I don't mind the taste, It's the texture that gets me. And that right there is enough to get some of you thinking. And maybe talking. Something else to keep in mind is that developing these deeper friendships, in addition to requiring vulnerability, they require time. And time may be something that some of us don't have. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. You have time for what you make time for. If you are intentional about coming better friends with someone you already know, or introducing yourself to somebody new, taking time to know them is inevitable. Those four guys that are my closest friends in the world, we spent a lot of time together. We spent uh, from late elementary school all the way through high school together. And we still meet up about once every few months. And we 
talk on the phone almost every week. We spent time together, we got to know each other, and we know almost everything about one another because we had time to be vulnerable with each other. And especially for somebody like me who has a bit harder time opening up to people, that is crucial. Because if you become friends with somebody who has problems with trust, trust is not something that is easily cultivated. It is something that, like a deeper friendship, requires time and vulnerability. Being able to see that, okay, this person may not trust me at first because they have been wronged in some way. So I'm going to do my best to not betray the trust that I do earn, which is yet another thing that is very hard to do, but worth it in the long run. The last thing that you should do to help make friends as an introvert is to get into a routine. Now, if you know me, you know I love my routines. They're a set way of doing things is one less thing for me to worry about because there's already so much happening. So what do I do? With my friends, I have dedicated time with them. I set aside time during the week to talk with my friends. Whether it's a 30-minute call or grabbing a meal or a drink or something like that in addition to um if you are from gen z this is normal just sending them memes in some way like yeah that may be you know funny at the time but doing things with people in any capacity is what's going to help deepen that relationship because like i said earlier common experiences help strengthen relationships. I have a theory. I call it the stupid thing principle. If you get a bunch of people together and you have them do the same stupid thing all at the same time, that will inevitably create a bonding between those people. Now, the thing doesn't have to be stupid. If it is stupid, it's more memorable. But... Having a group of people get together and do a thing, like an escape room, or a hike, or going to a sporting event, all of these things create a bonding between those people. And that's all there is to it. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen. That is H-U-L-E-N. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at truestoriespod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends. Share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me you will get featured on the official podcast accounts and please feel free to leave a rating and review on apple podcasts i would very much appreciate it i'll be back with more stories next week so until then this is ethan hewlin signing out